0: everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 2nd of October, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. I've got Power Chats set up. I've put the link into the live chat where you can send through a donation with a message to support not just this program, but also all Unshackled Productions. Hello to everyone in the chat. It is 9pm here in Melbourne, Victoria, where daylight savings has begun, Uh, so we're now in five time zones, so in Queensland it is still 8pm and then the Northern Territory doesn't have daylight savings, South Australia does and Western Australia doesn't, so they're three hours behind us. Also on the weekend, collingwood won the afl grand final by four points against my team the brisbane lions we was robbed by that non-advantage in the in the last minute of the last quarter denied us an opportunity to kick the winning goal uh but uh ricky t of two ic Cook's convicts he was hugging and kissing every uh, Collingwood uh, supporter in sight he was he was that excited and it was a uh, history uh, that uh, Darcy Moore was the first uh, transgender uh, person uh, to captain an AFL team to a flag and this of course is a uh, Jack a uh, one of the Collingwood uh, players, uh, kissing uh, one of his teammates as well. Uh, luckily, uh, the Antifa uh, Collingwood supporters, uh, they didn't recognize him. Otherwise, they probably would have got one of their, their pocket, pocket knives out. I, I don't know why Ricky T uh, put himself in such danger. Uh, Luckily, when he was younger, uh, he wasn't uh, groomed at all by by Joffa. Uh, Remember, Joffa uh, was uh, convicted, uh, the former leader of the Collingwood Cheer Squad, of sexually molesting an underage boy. Uh, but uh, Ricky T. He, sh- he, he shared with me his uh, flamboyant uh, Collingwood uh, uh, Collingwood outfit that he wore to the a- uh, the AFL uh, Grand Final. Uh, certainly, yeah, it's it's not. It's, I wouldn't dress myself like that as a, a Lion supporter. Let's let's put it that way. Uh, uh, Rob Nielsen, Collingwood is so progressive nowadays. Well, it was the first a football club to have an LGBT uh, cheer uh, squad uh, with the, the pink magpies. A New South Welsh redneck says, my God, the AFL is embarrassing. What an embarrassing sport. Not that the NRL is much better. The national anthem and knowledge to country bollocks was just pure cringe. Yes. I, Uncle Colin, I, he. Uh, of course, he's uh, on retainer from the AFL. Uh, he did the the welcome to country. They uh, thankfully uh, Kate miller uh, she nailed the the national anthem, uh, singing it in the proper uh, Julie Anthony way. Although, uh, Walsing Matilda, was uh, butchered uh, by uh, this uh, singer uh, Jess Hish- Hitchcock who, well, we were we were informed that there'd be no uh, yes uh, propaganda at the AFL Grand Final, uh, but she decided to wear a whole a uh, yes uh, pro-Aboriginal outfit. Uh, so she sang Walt Sigma Tuna to the tune of a didgeridoo. Uh, Although everyone was impressed uh, with uh, KISS's performance, there was some debate whether there was uh, they were lip syncing or not. Paleo conservative Australian, what about the kids handing out medals at the end? Half of them were Asian. Well, we'll see if uh, if a lot of them end up playing AFL. I think there are a few Asian players now, though. There's definitely more. uh, There's been more more Africans in the in the past few years playing AFL than than Asians, there are a few uh, Collingwood uh, low-lives players who didn't properly acknowledge the kids, including the number one flog Mason Cox from Texas. He made sure that he voted in the US midterm elections last year so he could uh, vote uh, for women's rights to to kill uh, their baby. He's uh, pro-baby killing, uh, Mason Cox, uh, just uh, FYI. And, of course, Anthony Albanese uh, flew into the AFL Grand Final at the taxpayer expense, of, of, of course. Probably that money was spent on uh, flying on a Qantas uh, jet with a Yes logo on it. And uh, he couldn't help but uh, have a selfie uh, with uh, in ex-Indigenous AFL player Eddie Betts. Uh, so he says, Eddie Betts says, yes, so therefore we should vote Yes and uh, of course i uh, bobby hill uh, the indigenous afl player who'd survived uh, te- testicular cancer uh, there were yes advocates who uh, were hijacking his winning the the brownlow to push for a yes vote i wonder if that means that ricky T uh, will vote yes since uh, uh, uh bobby hill's four goals uh, probably got collingwood over the line the first people's assembly of victoria paid for by the victorian taxpayers said champ big congrats to noongar man bobby hill for taking home the norm smith medal deadly performance and now at the nrl grand final the next day it was the penrith panthers who uh, came from behind uh, to win a third consecutive nrl premiership and the hero uh, was their captain Nathan Cleary uh, who is Indigenous and so Anthony Albanese uh, decided to publish to his Facebook uh, Nathan Cleary's vote yes uh, pitch no
1: voice no choice come on Australia vote yes
0: So none none of these uh, celebrity endorsements so far have managed to turn the polls around for the yes vote. No is still ahead in a landslide. An aggregate of all polls, it's basically no in the low 60s and yes in uh, the high 30s. And obviously so far we've had... uh, the Yes campaign, Anthony Albanese, and other various Labor ministers. So so far, they've said uh, that they, they've well, we've had Marsha Langton. Uh, she said that the no uh, the no case is based either in uh, base racism or just sheer stupidity. Uh, we have had uh, Linda Burney blame miss and disinformation of four uh, the surge in the the no vote, then of course Russian interference because uh, Ozzy Kozak uh, was is one of the organisers of the Sydney uh, worldwide freedom rally, which was no to the voice this month, even though he apparently can organize it all from the uh, uh, from the the Russian consulate in Sydney. And uh, last week, I brought you how uh, white supremacist propaganda has led to a surge in the vote, according to the, the ABC and Crikey, uh, in the Australian newspaper this week. Uh, so uh, I couldn't get around the Australian paywall. You probably can't read this, uh, but this was republished on the Aboriginal Voice Exposed. Uh, so it says Albanese government says far right influencer infiltrating the campaign against the voice, a member of the local chapter of the proud boys known as the dusty Bogan, a real name, uh, Ben Shand, his channel is now uh, the uh, the Bogan Christian Lobby, it was at the event headlined by Jacinta Nambajinda price and Warren Mundine. Government sources said this appeared to be part of a larger pattern of infiltration of the Proud Boys in the official no campaign with Dusty Bogan asking his followers to jump on the bandwagon boys and volunteer for Fair Australia. Former Gold Coast young LMP chair, Barclay McGain, who was suspended from the party and then resigned after video emerged of him laughing at a school leavers suggestion that Australia should stop celebrating indigenous culture because it couldn't invent the bloody will. That's a four year, four year old video, which also at Wednesday, he was also at Wednesday's no campaign event, which was attended by an estimated 950 people and uh the there was a bunch of yes protesters out the front of that and they were uh, chanting just into price go to hell and it also goes on to mention uh, Thomas Sewell in this article, a neo-Nazi and self-reclaimed leader of the National Socialist Network and self-described white advocate Joel Davis were at anti-voice rallies on the weekend, which were not organized by the No campaign. Fair Australia responded with, they, the Yes campaign, should explain why the Uluru Dialogue Chairman Megan Davis marched beneath the Communist Party of Australia flag at the recent Yes rallies, or why Board 23 member Thomas Mayo gave regular briefings to the Search Foundation, which mark markets itself as a successor organization of the communist party of australia fair australia's spokesman said oh i guess 23 volunteers are spitting on people and racially abusing senator Nam jim price and nagai warren mundine call people whatever names you want look at the only the desperate yes campaign actually plays dirty that was an excellent response there by fair australia you turn it, and it's reversing the rules for radicals. You don't play on the enemy's turf. You flip it around. you define the rules. Why don't you explain this? Explain that. now uh, we've we've had a Anthony Mundine who is uh, well is the cousin of Warren Mundine, the former NRL player and uh, boxer. He has challenged Thomas Mayo to a boxing match, uh, though that's been interpreted as inciting or, or uh, threatening violence, uh, believe it or not, even though (laughs) uh, uh, Thomas Mayer is under no obligation uh, to, to accept, accept such a, such a challenge. And we should also uh, remember Noel Pearson, Uh, he addressed the National Press Club last week. And he's also on Q&A tonight with uh, Yes Advocate, uh, Patricia Carvellis, who's the, the, the supposedly moderate host. Uh, this is what he said about, a uh, well, multicultural Australia, or that be non-white, uh, non-Indigenous Australians last week.
1: I say to multicultural communities in the campaign that I I'm involved in around the country. I say to them, listen, where do you fit into Australia? It's a bit unclear. Are you with the mob from the UK? Are you kind of honorary settlers? Because some of you are the wrong colour, or, or you don't come from Northern Europe, you come from Africa, you come from Asia come from South America, you come from all over the joint, you come from China, I say to them, where do you fit in Australia?
0: And don't forget, last week we had a drag queen at the Yes campaign launch in London, uh, which was launched by Julia Gillard. The drag queen was in a... uh, in an Australian flag dress, although it looked like it was more like uh, Jerry Hallowell's uh, Union Jack dress, uh, draped in the Aboriginal flag, uh, singing uh, John Farnham's You're the Voice. I won't uh, play it for, uh, sp- uh, spare you it, I'll spare you it now. And also this week, I, in it was in uh, the, the nine uh, newspapers. Remember uh, Tiny. Onus Williams, uh, the uh, uh, one of the members of the Warriors of the Aboriginal uh, Resistance, who in uh, 2018 uh, told the Invasion Day crowd, uh, "Fuck Australia, hope it fucking burns to the ground." Uh, well, she is uh, now known as uh, go f- go further down here. She's no longer known as. Uh, goes by the name uh, Onus Williams. Uh, Well, they uh, go uh, by the name Tarnine Onus Brown. Uh, So they are just called Melbourne activists. Imagine my shock that a radical anti-Australian Aboriginal uh, sovereignty activist is no longer she and is a they. Uh, That Aboriginal woman who Uh, Blair Cottrell appeared on Hack Live with, I can't remember her name, but she later became a they, and, but gave birth to a child, so clearly they are a woman, adult, human, female. Uh, So Tarnin Onus Brown said they were a hard no and actively campaigned against the voice until changing their mind when they saw the risk of a no victory. It is dangerous to those of us in Indigenous communities because of the racism and discrimination it amps up. And I hope to never see another community group be put in danger of right-wing conservatives in a national vote. The Racist No campaign is dangerous in so many ways and has made it okay for neo-Nazis to go out on the streets of Melbourne. And it's important for this country to send a message to them by writing yes in the upcoming referendum. And so this is what a lot of yes advocates are saying. Uh, vote yes, or you're on the side of Nazis. Well, if you vote yes, you're on the side of communists. Now, let's go over to Victoria, uh, where we are officially uh, Dan Andrews free. Uh, we Jacinta Allen is now uh, Victoria's premier. She is the second woman premier of Victoria. uh, And she uh, she said the occasion was not lost on her. Uh, uh, Joan Kerner, uh, mother Russia, uh, was uh, uh, the first uh, female Victorian premier in the early 90s. She also got a hospital pass uh, from a premier who who sent the state broke. Uh, John Kane resigned in 1990. Uh, when the the state was broken, Dan Andrews, well, he's also he's uh, resigned after nine years, leaving the state pretty much broke. And Jacinta Allan, uh, his is uh, anointed successor. Uh, she presided over the big build blowouts. Uh, she's also recommitted to the suburban rail loop, uh, that uh, orbital loop all around uh, suburban Melbourne, uh, which is part of uh, Plan Melbourne's twenty minute neighborhoods. Uh, Dan Andrews, one of his last acts as Premier, uh, was to release Victoria's housing statement to have high-rises high all around these suburban rail loop uh, stations, so you have less people driving on the road. Uh, though Dan Andrews, uh, his uh, succession plan didn't go according uh, to plan. Obviously, he got uh, he got his uh, preferred uh, successor in uh, Jacinta Allen, also from his socialist left faction. Uh, she has also got the nickname uh, Socialist Barbie, or as uh, the Channel 9 graphics person uh, accidentally <laughs> called her, uh, Jacinta Arden. Although uh, Jac- uh, Jacinta Allen, and it is an Allen A double L A N. Uh, she's certainly she she certainly much has a much less menacing and threatening and hectoring demeanor than Dan Andrews uh, so she is a bit more like the Jacinda in New Zealand has a a smiley exterior uh she's not she's not a She's she, she's not an an open asshole like Dan Andrews was, but because he didn't get his uh, preferred deputy, uh, Tim Pallas, the treasurer, also known by a nickname of his own, Uncle Fester, because he looks like uh, Uncle Fester from the Adams family. At the final caucus meeting, which it took, it was delayed by a number of hours because uh, Tim Pallas is also from the Socialist Left, the right of the Labor Party. Finally. Uh, kicked up a, a stink and were going to run uh, Ben Carroll as a candidate. And that would have uh, delayed uh, the, the transition of power by three months uh, because there would have to be a ballot of Victorian Labour Party MPs to uh, determine who the next premier would be. They're allowed to vote again, uh, Victorian Labor branch members, and so according uh, to a uh, Labor MP speaking anonymously to the Australian, uh, the Age, and the Herald Sun, Dan Andrews exploded with rage, went berserk. Apparently, he went. He, 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 they they'd never seen him uh, get so angry before, which I find staggering. Must have really lost it. Uh, he uh, said, uh, "I don't know what I did to deserve this." you all have the right to aspire to be promoted you don't have the right to bring divisions into this room and he said about uh, because in the end uh, Ben Carroll uh, from the right got the deputy's position Uh, so he he told uh, the party room you guys sort this out there's a freaking deal to be made do it now Uh, so Dan Andrews, because his uh, resignation, he made it so it would, uh, as Premier, would would make it so it would take effect on 5 p.m. on Wednesday. Now, I don't know if there had to be a ballot of Labour Party members to term successor. Does that mean Dan Andrews would still be Premier for another three months, albeit as lame duck? Or would Jacinta Allen be a caretaker Premier since she's the deputy? Uh, uh, she'd automatically uh, ascend. Uh, but it all went to, to plan, thankfully, uh, for us Victorians who do not want to see uh, Dan Andrews as Premier ever again. And uh, so uh, the party on Spring, Spring Street uh, began, well, before 5pm, everyone gathered for a final countdown. I couldn't get there uh, now, but I'm going to play uh, Real Ruckshan's highlights his live stream got muted by Facebook because it really annoys me that the freedom people play commercial music a lot of these events because then Facebook cuts out the live stream because of because of copyright. it's just better to just have no music. So real Rakshan afterwards we well, just likes to be known as uh, Rakshan Fernando uh, now. Uh, this uh, was his uh, montage of the celebrations.
2: Today I will again visit Government House and resign as Premier and member for Mulgrave. Effective 5pm tomorrow.
1: Daniel Andrews will never again appear on your TV as the Premier of Victoria. What do you think I'll just,
3: I'll
1: again, and China. This is what you're for. I think we're ready to Nine years as Premier, it's been a dark cloud hanging over Victoria, and finally we get to move on and to not see this man's disgusting face or hear his voice on the television anymore. How good is that? Only the beginning we must wipe away his legacy of hate of division of suspicion we must heal the wounds and hear me carefully we must forgive the wrongs in order for us to be able to come together not without accountability let me be clear so we must with accountability be ready to forgive and come together and move on who's with me
2: an am
0: Our lady, of Shalott correctly points out, he resigned on his terms, uh, which the Dan stands were eager uh, to celebrate. It's like, oh, you guys shouldn't be celebrating. He's uh, retiring on top and uh, no handcuffs. And there never will be. That's exactly right. I mean, the resignation, Dan Andrews, no longer being premier. That's as good as it's going to get. I mean, <laughs> we can't even dare to dream. Uh, so nothing to celebrate. About that, and as Paleo Conservative Australia says, he gets 300k and a driver for life. Yes, he gets a healthy pension, and uh, he will probably leave Australia because he can't show his face here in uh, Victoria. Supposedly, one of the most popular politicians in Victoria hi- in history won uh, uh, three. Uh, landslide election victories uh, there will be a by-election in Mulgrave and uh, Ian Cook whose iCook Foods was shut down by Dan's Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton thankfully he's no longer there as well but I th- it's still something to celebrate that uh, we never have to see his face as Victorian Premier again and uh, there's no way that just Allen will command the authority, or or uh, or be able uh, to to have uh, the the menacing the menacing presence uh, that Dan Andrews did. The, the faction factional war I uh, will continue to to break out because uh, the uh, Dan's gone. His iron fist over the party he is no longer there. Uh, so we might see the level of dysfunction in the Victorian Labor Party that we saw in, and we have seen in the Victorian Liberal Party. John Pesutto announced a reshuffle today, minor reshuffle. Uh, he's uh, brought back uh, two-time loser uh, Matthew Guy to the, the, the front bench. There's still a stalemate between he and Moira Deeming. Moira Deeming is uh, crowdfunding uh, for her uh, defamation uh, uh, court uh, uh, court case against uh, Poschuto. Uh, Poschuto got his uh, preferred candidate through as uh, state president, so he is more likely to get his uh, defamation uh, legal defence fees uh, through... Uh, paid for by the party, uh, but key, there's still no news on what Thomas Sewell's sentencing was. No, I, the uh, the judge in the county court is going to come come back uh, at a later date to sentence uh, Thomas Sewell and Jacob Hershnet uh, for, uh, the, uh, they pleaded guilty to violent disorder over uh, the confrontation with the three Antifa Stalkers, who followed the National Socialist Network on a camping a trip to the Cathedral Rangers in May 2021. Uh, Thomas Saul hosted on his Odyssey channel the Racism Couch. So it had him, uh, Joel Davis, Blair Cottrell, uh, Tim Lutz, uh, Michael Nelson, uh, Mickle, and uh, also Nathan Bull. Uh, so that's available on Odyssey. I had a had a look through that. There's no uh, Mikkel White Australia First uh, tonight. There's also no uh, Australia First uh, with Gabriel Mare. So uh, Mikkel is tomorrow night. He has said, and Gabriel Mare is on. I think he said Wednesday. Uh, Gabriel Mare he appeared on uh, uh, the Dusty Bogan's uh, Thirsty Thursday show last week and going back to that i, I mean uh, calling uh, calling ben shand far right i mean uh, he's a civic nationalist so he believes that a person of uh, any uh, race uh, can be an australian if they embrace australian values though fun fact uh, ben shand is actually not an australian citizen he's a new zealander so I used to do uh, Thirsty Thursday back at the beginning of 2021. I haven't spoken to Dusty Bogan, Ben Shan since the 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 end of that, but that's a, a whole other story. Now let's go to uh, the UK, where the biggest story in the UK is uh, not a uh, the continued invasion of uh, the British. Isles uh, by uh, illegal uh, dinky divers. It is not that a fifteen-year-old girl was uh, stabbed on a school bus in London. It's also not uh, that uh, the the cost of living continues to spiral out of control. And uh, yeah, it is not uh, the 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 crime epidemic. Uh, in major cities, all all throughout uh, the UK. No, the, the the big story is that uh, Lawrence Fox, uh, leader of the Rec- Reclaim Party, said hurty words about a fourth wave feminist on uh, the Dan wooden show on GB News at uh, nine forty five p.m. So late at night after after water- Watershed yeah about about this uh i'll get to how vile she is ava santina evans and so this is this is what's caused a, a an apparent uh, it's the biggest story in the country what lawrence fox said
3: we're past the watershed so i can say this um show me a single self-respecting man that would like to climb into bed with that woman ever ever who wasn't an incel, who wasn't a cucked little incel. That little woman has been fed, spoon-fed oppression day after day after day after day, starting with the lie of the gender uh, uh, wage gap. And she sat there and I'm going like, if I met you in a bar and that was like sentence three, chances of me just walking away are just huge. We need powerful, strong, amazing women who make great points for themselves. We don't need these sort of feminist 4.0. They're pathetic and embarrassing. Who'd want to shag that? Oh, Lawrence. Well, look,
1: she <laughs> sorry, right. I, I'm just I'm just I'm just gonna provide a a touch of balance from her because she did actually respond to this earlier today. Saying that she regretted her comments, but she didn't apologize. Uh yes. So 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 there you go. And she's a very beautiful woman, Lawrence. Very beautiful woman. There you go. Although she's I'm probably not I'm probably
0: and uh G B News, uh, they uh suspended. Uh, both Lawrence Fox and Dan Wooten. Uh, So this was their uh, Twitter X account. Uh, Comments made tonight on GB News by Lawrence Fox were totally unacceptable. What he said does not reflect our values. We apologize unreservedly for the comments and the offense they have caused. We'll be launching an investigation and we are apologizing to the individual involved. Uh, Dan Wooten, he put two apologies. So he said, Dear Ava Santina, I think you're brilliant. Earlier tonight, I was attempting to find your tweets to read back from my iPad and couldn't locate them. I apologize for what was said during the course of my show and should have done this immediately on air. This is not what our channel is about. And he also did another apology. I want to initiate my regret over last night's exchange with Lawrence on GB news. Having looked at the footage, I can see how inappropriate my reaction to his totally unacceptable remarks to be, uh, to be and want to be clear that I was in no way amused by his comments. I did. I reacted out of shock and surprised an off guard moment while working out how to respond as he continued to speak by searching for tweets I'd sent earlier in the day while having a read of the, out my ear at the same time. However, I should have intervened immediately to challenge the offensive and misogynistic remarks. I apologize unreservedly what was an unfortunate lapse in judgment on my part under the intense pressure of a bizarre exchange. I know I should have done better. I'm devastated that I let down, down the team and our supportive GB News family. We seek to tackle the issue, not the person which I intend to stress. Again, on air tonight, and you can see down the bottom that his tweet got community noted. Lawrence Fox has shared a private message conversation between himself and Dan Wharton, where they laugh and joke about his contribution. Mr. Wharton shared several crying with laughter emojis, which strongly indicate that he was indeed by muse by Mr. Fox's contribution. And this is the exchange. Uh, So... Yes, uh, so Lawrence Fox says making you giggle is my weekly joy, and he uh, does three laugh emojis. You can imagine them freaking out in the gallery. So much fun, uh, kiss kiss. So pff, Lawrence Fox. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, I think he, it's not throwing Dan Wharton under under the bus. It is well showing that well he he he, he was lying in his uh, uh, in his uh, apology statement, which didn't uh, save him. Uh, he was suspended as well and then calvin robertson uh, was suspended uh, for standing by uh, dan wootton and uh, lawrence fox he has uh, been on uh, the trigonometry uh, podcast they did a live live one uh, where he said that uh because it's there's a pre-interview that all contributors uh, uh do uh we uh, with a, a GB News producer who said, what are you going to talk about? And Lawrence Fox said, yeah, I did mention that I was going to say this comment about uh, uh, not wanting to, to shag her. So GB News, uh, they can't argue that, oh, Lawrence Fox, he just uh, surprised us. And also uh, Lawrence Fox, he also uh, did a live uh, with Andrew Tate. And now... I, Lawrence Fox, he did a, published a video on his own Twitter X account where he said he did, uh, he, he, he was uh, sorry uh, that he uh, made uh, the remark and he apologized to uh, Ava. Though, in my opinion, uh, he shouldn't have because he did nothing wrong, uh, said nothing wrong. I mean, it's 9.45 at night. I mean, you want to be an entertaining news program on I mean, them. That's what I try to do here as well. And uh, Ava uh, Santina, she has uh, she has posted on X repeatedly uh, about uh, shagging. So she says, I live by a church that has been ringing bells since 9am. Please, how do I make it stop? He's not going to shag you. And another one, I'm not going to shag you, pal. Lawrence isn't going to shag you, mate. I'm not going to shag you, mate. There would be presumably some good libertarian jokes about how if you shag one, you have to shag them all. Uh, So uh, uh, first of all, shag. uh, Lawrence Fox was using the proper uh, King's English because it's a a very uh, British word. A shag. What do we use in Australia? We say, I wouldn't root her. Or him, or they, if we're using gender-neutral uh, pronouns. That's and uh, over uh, over in the US. What uh, what's this? What's the slang they they use over there? I can't remember. But uh, I I digress. Uh, now, why did he say 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 that about uh, this 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 feminist Ava Santina Evans? Now, I will show you how repulsive uh, she is. Uh, So this was the, uh, 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 Lawrence Fox uh, was the exchange that he was uh, reacting to by Ava Santina. It was uh, when uh, she was on the, uh, uh, this is called a, it was a BBC uh, panel. Uh, So uh, she was uh, dismissing uh, the need for for a minister for men.
3: Conservative MP, new role would champion issues such as reducing male suicide. Mm. Would that be something you'd be in favour of?
2: Well, what's interesting about that is the hostility it sometimes faces whenever it comes up. I saw a programme where there was like a feminist academic and a Lib Dem MP and they were so hostile to this idea and I thought if you would, if you flipped those things, i.e. The, the biggest cause of death for men under 50 is suicide, men are less likely to go to the doctors, you know, men are less likely to maintain friendships. If that was for women, we'd have to look at, well, why is society making that happen? Where Whereas with men, the argument is often why are they doing that to themselves? So I, I, I'm not like totally wedded to the idea, but the hostility towards the idea, I find it, it instructive. Ava?
4: I think that it feeds into the culture a little bit, this Minister for Men argument. like In my mind, I think there should be a Minister for Mental Health, which would be all-encompassing. I mean, you've got something like 7 million children waiting for prescriptions for mental health at the moment. It's a crisis that's endemic throughout the country, not specific to men. And I think, you know, a lot of ministers kind of bandy this about to sort of... I'm sorry, but make an enemy out of women, I think. Not you, and I don't think you're. Oh, is. I don't accept
2: that. I don't think it is to make an enemy. If we looked at during COVID, men were more, literally more likely to die um, from COVID. and I don't really want to cast myself as, as a Meninist or one of these guys from sure. the, the manosphere, because that's not who I am. But I do find it interesting that sometimes the arguments tend to throw it but back. But who was doing all on... the
4: work during COVID? You know, a lot of the time, if you looked into people's households, it was the women who were taking on the laundry, the school, uh, the school care, all but, of that. But, but, all the, like I'm not like disputing
2: any of that. What well, I'm saying that there are specific issues that men face that might warrant specific attention. I mean, literally... The biggest killer of, of men under 50 is suicide. That is an arresting statistic. And if that doesn't warrant specific attention, mental health is an umbrella issue. I have
4: to say that is also because women are unsuccessful. That is a lot of that is feeds into that statistic. But
2: if it feels like it just doesn't feel like you've got any space for this idea that men might have unique challenges that face them. And the problem is, even as I'm saying this, in my mind, it's like I've got out the violin mm. and I don't want to be read the book I don't want to be I don't want to be this guy because that's part of the problem is because you're encouraged at on one level, is men need to talk about their problems more, and then the moment you do it, you're like, oh, right but not 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 quite so often and not quite so loud so so uh, like you say the book is not the book is more light-hearted than that but it certainly you know goes around
0: so does ava realize there the irony of what she's saying or that oh it's a part of a culture war to have a minister for men why don't we just have a minister for mental health but uh, it's okay to have a minister for women. Uh, she hasn't objected to that. And she, and she says this is about hating on, on women, uh, even though she's perfectly fine uh, with joining in on uh, the demonization of men. And uh, this is what she said a while back, uh, back on uh, Piers Morgan tonight. Uh, so she uh, uh, she's reacting to uh, Isabel Oakeshott uh, talking about how her uh, teenage sons are uh, given all the 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 me too uh false accusations are really terrified about how to approach like a young woman that they're interested in
5: but ava your point about you know if if men were that alpha then they wouldn't be that bothered by this doesn't really help us when it comes to boys growing up and mm-hmm. that is one of my worries that for teenage boys now they are so terrified of the Uh, Consequences of putting a foot out of line. It was hard enough being a young teenager, working out how things are, working out how to do dating and all of that, without the terror that if you touch in the wrong place at the wrong time, you may find that your whole life is destroyed. And there is far too
4: much. Well, I, I, I like that. As a I mother think that of a teenage boy, I don't like that. Really? That's the most malicious thing I've ever heard. I think that men should be frightened I think to you touch feel women in a way that they're were, not comfortable
5: were, with. But we're talking about
1: yeah, but teenagers, We're not talking about, we're, not talking about, we're, we're, talking about, about we're talking
2: about young, yeah, it's young an children. Thing
5: that Boys are all terrified. I know that from talking to my son. He's just like, I'm just not going there. Is that healthy? Yes, I the think it point, is, actually. I think it's better to not have a physical
4: relationship than to have one that could ruin a woman's life.
1: But then how do they ever start?
4: Well, don't. If you're not 100% don't. sure, don't. What are, we going don't. Well, are you going to have, a
1: bunch of Newton so boys who never have... so obvious. We actually it's do so have that. Life. Gen Z is having far less sexual relationships yes, than any... ever. they are. But it's true. And Young people on, have stopped having sex. I agree with the first part of your sentence, actually. If you're not willing to have a sexual relationship with clearly defined lines, don't have one. And so I actually told my, my mates at university, don't sleep around with girls. One, girls don't bring a guy home that you don't know what he's capable of. Two, guys, don't bring a girl home if you think that possibly she could have a false accusation against you.
5: Can I make another point here? Which, which I, I find, I mean, look, that census
1: to me. When I was your age, right, how old are you? Uh, 23. 23. When I was your age, the idea you would even have that sort of thought process... Yeah, I would wouldn't be have those sort of
4: mates that would ever cross the no, line, no, so I wouldn't have to have no, that conversation I never said with mates. any of my friends.
1: Don't, don't throw my mates in with a bunch of violent people. And is that's, there a, is there a, a certain... Is there...
0: So you can see how awful a vile... Ava is, and so she's the political correspondent for Joe.co.uk politics. Joe, it's some um, a, a small internet news site, sort of a bit like what is that, uh, Crikey or Junkie or Pedestrian TV is over here in Australia. Now she said she was uh, physically she felt physically sick uh, by Lawrence Fox's remarks but shouldn't she feel relieved because lawrence fox says i don't want to shag you so shouldn't she say phew i'm glad he's not interested in me i don't have to worry about him uh she also said uh, i haven't got the tweet here but she also said that uh, she would uh, continue to to wear a mask on public transport to uh, keep herself safe from the the worst uh, virus of all uh which is is men uh so and uh, despite uh being apparently so uh horrified violated uh, by what lawrence fox said it hasn't stopped her going on nearly every single uh british other british television channel uh to complain i mean she is absolutely loving uh, this uh publicity uh now because i GB news is a it's broadcast on terrestrial television it is regulated uh, by Ofcom the office of uh, communications which if you do a uh, political uh, wrong thing, I uh, then there's a whole bunch of lefties who complain to Ofcom and then they come after you I mean GB news they already forced Mark Stein out of uh, the the network uh trying to make him uh in, in a new contract liable for his own offcom fines uh, because remember he too, spoke too much truth about COVID. he accused them of trying to give him a third heart attack he'd already had two. uh he is standing by Lawrence Fox. And remember GB News, it uh, prides itself on being the home of, of free speech. Well, they can't be the home of free speech because they're regulated by Ofcom. Why not take yourselves off uh, off terrestrial TV and just do internet, uh, though uh, Ofcom, uh, with the passing of the online safety bill can now regulate uh, what content is posted on social media, uh, which is quite alarming. So maybe Ofcom will come after uh, internet uh, networks in the UK, uh, like trigonometry, not like trigonometry actually says things that are really uh, outrageous. Uh, It was the first live episode they ever did. And despite uh how many patreon subscribers they have the audio was really shit i mean even i manage better uh, me and andy <laughs> manage better on most weeks on on, uh, on a, a a shoestring uh, budget on on our shows so i don't know why they couldn't get the the or the audio correct uh but uh so now GB News has got uh, Ofcom off their off their back. Uh, so Lawrence Fox, he's uh, pretty much accepted he's going to be fired. Uh, we don't know about uh, Dan Wooten. Uh, the now he's been dropped uh, by the Daily Mail Online. They'd originally suspended his column after uh, this uh, Byline Times dot uh, com website published a. Uh, allegations uh, that he had hid behind fake online identities to trick and score uh, and bribe scores of men into re- into revealing compromising sexual material uh, so it, it says here that it, it well they claim uh, that uh well he tried to uh catfish uh catfish uh people to find compromising uh, material uh so he and now Dan Wharton is actually a New Zealander and uh, used to work at the The Sun newspaper uh, before uh, hosting a, a GB News uh, sh- show. Uh, so so I'll link this into the show notes page but this is what uh, has, there was already a target on Dan Wharton here. Uh, so a uh, uh, despite like the reality of all this is that a Lawrence Fox who's an actor turned political activist leader of leader of political party said something crass uh about a horrible feminist uh late late at night and apparently that is the most indecent thing that has ever been broadcast on British television never mind that Channel 4 uh the the uh it's owned by the, the British British government, Channel 4. Remember, they had a trans woman strip naked live on TV and play the piano with her penis. And they weren't taken off air. Uh, I don't know if there was any Ofcom complaint, but apparently GB News needs to be taken off air. Uh, according uh, to a conservative MP, uh, Caroline Noakes, uh, this was her on a BBC Newsnight on a a panel of uh, uh, people about how terrible GB News is. Conservative Party right here, Conservative MP. What do you make of that?
6: Well, we do indeed have a fracas right here, which actually, if the fracas hadn't happened, very few people would have seen this on GB News. And although uh, David's making the point that this is some sort of row over the future of the Conservative Party, it's to a tiny, tiny audience. What I want to see is Ofcom given the space to do its job, to investigate it thoroughly. Ofcom has a really proud record of defending free speech, but I don't want a regulator that's going to shoot from the hip. So it's easy for me to sit here and say, and actually agree with Adam, I think it should be taken off air. It was entirely predictable that Lawrence Fox was going to come out with a statement that was that offensive. I think what was less predictable would be Dan Wooten's smirking reaction Um, But really, I think Ofcom deserves a bit of time and space to do its job. And if we as Parliament aren't happy with the regulations that are set, then maybe we should be tightening them up. Well, do you think you should? Well, look, I'm not sitting here as the chair of the DCMS Select Committee, but the Women and Equalities Committee. Mm. I think it's something that we have to look at. But you run that real risk, don't you? That they're going to disappear off to weird online platforms where they will develop... Big followings of equally strange people.
0: Uh, Ron Nielsen says, Tim thinks the Tories are conservative. Keep up, Tim. They're socialists. Well, they call themselves the Conservative and Unionist Party. I mean, I agree that it's basically a a, a, a fraudulent name. Uh, because don't worry, I'm going to get stuck into uh, Rishi Sunak and Suella Braverman and the the whole gang about just how terrible they are and they deserve to lose the next election. Uh, but uh, so Caroline Noakes, she is one of the worst uh, Tory MPs. Far left. It seems to be a thing with uh, female uh, Tory MPs called Caroline like Caroline Dinage last week, writing to all the social media companies, asking them to demonetise uh, Russell Brand. And uh, now to give you an idea of uh, Caroline uh, Noakes' worldview, this is her on uh, LBC uh, some time uh, ago, uh, talk, uh, talking about whether trans women are women. Trans women are
2: women.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know it won't make me universally popular to say that, but I think we have to be supportive that trans women with or without a gender recognition certificate need to be included and not marginalised. Trans and discriminated women without against. a gender
2: recognition certificate yes. are women.
6: Absolutely. And I know that what that sense? might... Well, I think you have to understand that there will be many people in today's society who choose not to identify with a specific gender. They may choose, and that is up to them,
2: and and, and all good luck to them, and I wish them very well. But absolutely, in what what sense is a is a trans woman who doesn't have a gender recognition certificate a woman, neither legally nor biologically?
6: What difference does a piece of paper make? And well, if somebody why have gender a gender recognition
2: woman? recognition certificate? Why bother with it?
6: Well, well, I think that's a very good question, and why make it so difficult to go through the process? And why make people go in front of a gender recognition panel and somehow be assessed as to whether they're feminine or masculine enough and I think the real challenge with this debate is that it's become so toxic and so aggressive and constantly this challenge as to whether we know what a woman is or not and you know to be quite frank I think we just need to be more inclusive and more understanding of trans women and the discrimination that they face and the hostility that well, they face about, and I can't really about the believe women? that we're having a toxic debate about it's whether the toxic. WI is a safe space for trans women or not, you know, I just want to see them included and made to feel
2: comfortable and welcome. But in, why would they? Why would you include a biological man in a women's institute? Well,
4: I
6: think that that's a really basic and, uh, to be quite frank, insulting way to regard trans women. To keep harping back to calling them biological men. And I think it's really, really discriminatory and really toxic to try to break everything down to people's body parts.
0: And so there's plenty more uh, from uh, Caroline Noakes, but we haven't got all night. Uh, she previously uh, said that uh, Tony Abbott would be an awful uh, choice as a UK trade representative, uh, she uh, t- uh, uh, she's the uh, chair of the women and women and Equalities committee. So she told BBC Two's Politics Live that Tony Abbott uh, was a misogynist with a with poor views on LGBTQ rights. She added, "I don't think this is a man who should be anywhere near our board of trade." Now. On that uh, stacked uh, BBC Newsnight panel, there's no diversity of thought there. Maybe they should have an Ofcom complaint against them, but Ofcom shouldn't exist, uh, was uh, Adam Bolton. He agreed that uh, GB News should be sh- uh, shut down. And and of course, he, uh, when he was at Sky News UK, he uh, was the uh, uh, epiphany of etiquette and uh, decorum and treated... Uh, Everyone, including his uh, female colleagues, uh, with respect.
1: If 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 Beth comes, put her in there, and then she can go away. I know, I know. <coughs> Just put the fucking seat in. <coughs> have you got? Have you got the grab? Yeah. Yeah, well, she's going to come fucking sit here if she wants to be on telly. So, is the great
6: BJJ speaking
1: here? No. going Well, in the past few minutes, uh, Mr Johnson arrived...
3: What the, f- what the fuck? Sit! Down
1: there, stop fucking around. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Beth is here. Uh, you can see uh, Boris Johnson's speech when it
0: happens. <laughs> 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 Adam Bolton's uh, potty mouth there makes uh, Bill O'Reilly's "fuck it, we'll do it live" uh, just seem like uh, just uh, ordinary frustration there. And Beth Rigby, remember, she is a Tory-hating feminist, and yet she just put up with it. There said, "Oh, I was told to stand here and then, 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 then sit there." Pale conservative Australian says uh, says that. Uh, oh no, sorry, New South uh, Welsh Redneck, hard to believe Enoch Powell was a Tory. Uh, Well, Enoch lives on, he hosts the evening news over at uh, Face Replace channel, Uh, so that's on in the evenings before, not the 10 o'clock news with with Hugh Edwards, that uh, hilarious uh, channel which I've played a few highlights uh, from. And the now i'll move on to just how bad the conservative party and government are uh now they're having uh, their annual uh, conference and uh rishi sunak he is uh, in an effort to uh win back uh the tory uh, base and also uh, to get uh cheap plaudits uh from uh the fake conservatives at gb news and talk tv because these two channels i mean uh, they they're so easily pleased uh, that uh, because uh rishi sunak uh he announced that there'd be a rollback of net zero and he was oh clap this is this is so so uh sensible he says that uh, he says while he's still committed uh to uh net zero uh by 2050 uh, so he is uh, going to uh, reduce uh, the amount of uh, bins outside of your home. So you don't have seven, you have a bit less than that. And so I, you are still going, uh, he's still going to phase out. Uh, petrol and diesel cars and vans, uh, but not until twenty thirty five, not twenty thirty. So she'd be stunning and brave for what a courageous rollback of net zero. We're only going to uh, delay the outlawing of the sale of petrol and diesel cars uh, by uh, five years. So, uh, but uh, he's still he's still he's still committed there. And remember that uh, uh, he could, uh so. He has, uh, his latest thing is that he is going to uh, crack down on uh, local uh, councils, uh, rolling out low traffic neighbourhoods. Uh, so those are the ones that we can only drive uh, 20 miles per hour and some have the, the bollards there. So he said that he's slamming the brakes on the war on motorists, even though he could uh, sack uh, Sadiq Khan. Uh, he could revoke uh the the Greater London uh, authority by uh rescinding the the act uh council uh, the ultra low emissions uh, zone uh, the the ULS blade runners uh so they they've their latest uh, uh latest bit of vigilante is uh, because there are now mobile uh, Ulez uh, cameras so there's uh there there are uh, these the, these types of what do you call them uh they, these uh what is that? Uh, guy guy forks types people they uh, uh, they they're, they're holding signs outside the the mobile ULEZ uh, camera, saying this is a ULEZ mobile camera. There's a guy who dressed up as a dinosaur uh, to as a as a way to alert the the motorists that there was a a ULEZ camera. Uh, now I wonder if he's going to a uh, is he, going to intervene in Wales uh, where uh, the uh, the Labour First Minister over there, Mark. Drakeford, or as uh, Alex Belfield uh, used to call him, uh, Mr. Dickford, Mr. Prickford, has uh, rolled out these low-traffic neighbourhoods. How come GB News and Talk TV, uh, they haven't championed the free speech of of Alex Belfield, who's in jail for five years for offending Jeremy Fine. GB News, the home of free speech. Lawrence Fox says basically that's consumer fraud now because they're not. Uh, They haven't defended Alex Belfield's right for free speech. And uh, Katie Hopkins was banned from GB News from the day that it launched. And uh, Katie Hopkins, of course, she uh, released a a video a while back uh, decrying the disgusting uh, ULEs camera vandals now that uh, she has released a a follow-up a video Ka- uh, katie hopkins I, she is have i got it here i hope that i've got it here no i haven't got it here i will upload it uh, katie hopkins she has uh, released a a sequel a video Katie Hopkins uh, uh, disgusted about uh, what, uh, what uh, the Welsh people are doing to the, the dear communist leader uh, Drakeford Dickford Prickford uh, to his uh, low traffic neighborhoods:
3: You are not going to believe this pure. Vandalism, that's what it is. So in the People's Republic of Wales, where communist leader Drakeford has implemented 20 miles an hour speed limits everywhere, which means that you drive slower than a fat bird walking, pushing a stroller full of triplets. People are sawing down those 20 mile an hour speed limit posts using cordless angle grinders, 34.99 at little. And I just think that's vandalism and it's disgusting. So, you can just go to a little, a little, and you can buy this cordless angle grinder. 34 dollars I know nothing. They're even advertising it, promoting it in their promotional literature that people are reading and then making these purchases so they can chop down the 20 mile an hour speed limits, which stop you going about your business and just trying to get shit done. It's disgusting. So, first, we have the vandals using foam filler from Tool Station to take down Sadiq Khan's Euler spy cameras. I mean, people tried to, you know, go about their jobs, clean the city, serve their health care needs, you know, they needed to be spied on. People have been filling those with foam filler, 669 from Tool Station. Then in the latest act of vandalism, people were slashing the tires of the mobile ULEZ spy cameras. Disgusting, using blades available at all major retailers. Prices may vary. And if that wasn't enough, now this. Cordless angle grinders being used to take down the 20 mile an hour speed limit signs. I mean, I just think, I wonder what the world is coming to. Pure vandalism. I have a good mind to tweet Gary Lineker. Oh, Lord love him. Or maybe even Jeremy Vine. You know, they should be aware of the sort of vandalism that's going on. People running around with these things, 34.99 from Lidl. I'd call it disgusting. Oh, she's so funny.
0: <laughs> uh, she was game to mention Jeremy vine there because if a, a right winger is uh, critical of Jeremy vine, they get sent to prison for five years, like Alex Belfield. And, uh, uh, good news about uh, Gary Lineker, uh, the BBC is going to be changing its uh, policies and so its uh, uh, presenters will now be able to express uh, political opinions on Twitter, uh, To so he'll be able to say with no consequence that Suella Braverman's non-existent policies uh, are more like 1930s Germany.
5: Genius. Uncontrolled immigration, inadequate integration, and a misguided dogma of multiculturalism have proven a toxic combination for Europe over the last few decades. I'm not the first to point this out. In 2010, Angela Merkel gave a speech in which she acknowledged that multiculturalism had utterly failed. And then French President Nicolas Sarkozy and British Prime Minister David Cameron echoed similar sentiments shortly thereafter. Multiculturalism makes no demands of the incomer to integrate. It has failed because it allowed people to come to our society and live parallel lives in it. They could be in the society, but not of the society. And in extreme cases, they could pursue lives aimed at undermining the stability and threatening the security of our society.
0: And now rishi sunak has already slapped suella braverman now saying that he doesn't deg- agree that multiculturalism has has failed but she doesn't realize the irony there suella braverman remember she hasn't stopped the boats uh her uh, her rwandan solution dream uh has remained just that a dream uh the illegal boats are still coming uh there are uh, there are constantly uh people kicked out of accommodation hotels uh, to make way for illegal boat arrivals. what she said what she said there is absolutely worthless. I mean, she quotes Angela Merkel when she said that multiculturalism have failed. After that, she opened up the 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 floodgates uh, to a million illegal migrants, and uh, Georgia Maloney, well, only took her six months to completely uh, sell out and uh, allow uh, Italy to be, invaded she 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 lasted less than merkel and rishi sunak i mean he is is not going to he is not going to end the war on cars i mean he is still as he said committed to net zero and uh he (laughs) kemi Badenoch, uh she is not she's not going to get anywhere uh when it comes to defending women's spaces you can you can't the What any conservative minister says you cannot believe a word of it it's their word is worthless completely worthless they're completely hopeless they deserve to lose the next general election and a landslide to the labor party labor party will probably be worse uh, but uh, it will i mean it's not like the conservatives are hardly any better i mean and they don't defend uh free speech and you could see caroline noakes there like Trying to belittle uh, GB News, there's going to be a huge fight for the Conservative Party's soul after they lose the next general election. So there's going to be obviously uh, the more uh, socially liberal uh, Conservative MPs, uh, probably led by Penny, Penny Morden. She says we need to ditch the culture wars and just focus on uh, economic matters. And then there's the obviously the culture warrior uh, class, like Kimmy Badnock, and also also Liz Truss she says that well she's a a turf now i've just gone through why these policies are never going to see the light of day actually you can trust Rishi Sunak on on one policy and now Rishi Sunak remember he said uh, that on Indian independence day he was there as a hindu uh, not as the the british prime minister so you can absolutely guarantee as a as a, a Hindu of, uh, Indian ethnicity, married to an Indian Hindu, uh, that he is going to be committed, uh, to, uh, uh, to, uh, weeding out, uh, Sikh extremism in, uh, the UK, which of course, Justin Trudeau hasn't done, uh, in Canada.
1: No form of extremism or violence like that is acceptable in the UK. And that's why we are working very closely with the Indian government to particularly tackle PKE, pro Khalistan extremism. I don't think it's right. Our security minister recently was just in India talking to his counterparts. Uh, We have working groups together to share intelligence and information so that we can root out this kind of violent extremism. It's not right, and I won't tolerate it in the UK.
0: And now, of course, we have the city of, city of London, Sadiq Khan. He is a Pakistani Muslim. Uh, he's been uh, told after this uh, horrific uh, Croydon uh, stabbing, a 15-year-old girl was stabbed to death on her way to school on a school bus. So it, it, it happened after a row broke out between her friends and some pupils from another school. So this is just uh, absolutely disgusting. But hurty uh, words they are they they are apparently a worse thing. And up there in Scotland, uh, Hamza Yusuf, Pakistani Muslim, first minister of Scotland. But apparently, there's too many uh, white people in positions of, of prominence there. Uh, so you've got—you've uh, got two uh, different, uh, uh, different. Uh, Oh, religious uh, subgroupings of of Greater India, former uh, British India, Uh, soon Canada will probably have a Sikh Prime Minister. Uh, The uh, Justin Trudeau's coalition partner, uh, Jamal Singh, uh, is a Sikh. The deputy leader of the Conservative Party of Canada is a Sikh, so they will probably get a Sikh Prime Minister soon. I, down uh, down here uh, in Australia and New Zealand, where we could have a Sri Lankan, a, a ethnic Prime Minister soon. In the last intake of MPs in twenty nineteen, in uh, uh, for Victorian Labor, uh, the new member for Higgins is Michelle, Dr. Michelle Anaja Raja. She is a Sri Lankan Tamil. And then down in Holt in the southeast, uh, Cassandra uh, Fernando, a Sinhalese. Sri Lankan, uh, so you can expect me. It'd be maybe in twenty years' time, uh, the 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 all the leaders of the Five Eyes will I uh, will will have a Indian background. But if they're all from different uh, uh, different uh, Indian uh, religions, uh, then well, we're already seeing here in Australia. Uh, there was that uh, uh, riot in the Melbourne CBD uh, between the Sikhs and Hindus, even though uh, the the like the 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 Sikhs who are Canadian shouldn't they consider themselves Canadian now same with the Sikhs in Australia why are they uh, in our countries why are they are uh, lobbying uh, for a a Sikh Khalistan there i mean shouldn't they have left their their, their old old a uh, uh, geopolitical goals in their own country i mean are they australian or are they still consider themselves well Kalistani uh, first. Now, uh, we have a uh, Sweden, uh, which has uh, become uh, one of the most uh, dangerous countries in Europe. They are clearing the way for the military uh, to provide greater assistance to police in, co- in combating uh, crime, and they are vowing uh to uh deport our uh, foreigners who uh, who are found guilty of violent crimes vowing to deport them obviously in last year's elections the swedish democrats they had a massive victory uh, uh now i saw that uh, sweden or it, uh, it is actually uh way more dangerous than like the other like compared to the other nordic countries so denmark uh norway and Finland, they are still very safe, but Sweden has just become a a shithole there. But I'm glad uh, that uh, the common sense seems to be uh, returning uh, to Sweden there. And uh, well, well, I mean, it's this is quite a it's quite a drastic measure to take, but this is the situation in Sweden. Like he says, Oslo is not safe. Well, compared to Sweden, it is uh, it is just uh, well a bit safer, I should say. Now let's go over to the US, uh, where a government shutdown was avoided uh, with uh, House Speaker uh, Kevin uh, McCarthy. Now he initially tricked the MAGA Republicans. He said that uh, uh, the, that he was going to withhold aid to Ukraine, he lied, and so there is going to going to be a so there was uh, Ukraine uh, funding uh, that was uh, included in the uh, in their in the continuing resolution to avoid a, a government shutdown. Uh, so uh, Matt Gates, one of the the MAGA Republicans, uh, he was going to uh, try and remove McCarthy. Uh, so. I think he did the whole thing. Just trust me, it's not in there. You don't need to read the bill. Uh, We'll just pass it there. So what an absolute grub there uh, McCarthy is. And uh, we had uh, one of the uh, Democrat congressmen, Jamal uh, Bowen. Uh, He, (laughs) to to avoid uh, 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 (laughs) a a Republican appropriation bill getting through he he set the fire alarm off he said that oh i was trying to find the exit even though it wasn't a door it was just a fire alarm on a wall and so donald trump has said uh, that he should be uh prosecuted uh for obstructing a official proceeding should clearly get a few years in jail like uh, the uh, the january 6 uh, six people who entered the capitol obstructed a a general uh, proceeding. Uh, Now, uh, Trump, uh, again, uh, didn't attend uh, the Republican uh, presidential debate. It was pretty bloody boring and uh, was hosted by uh, Fox News, uh, Dana Perino. Uh, she was one of the the, the co moderators, and she is a, a she recently, uh, George W. Bush's press secretary uh, appeared at an event for the uh, Clinton Initiative, play, praising uh, Hillary uh, Clinton. And uh, Trump, uh, he, is, he, he just continues to. Well, <laughs> when you compare uh, the absolute snooze fest uh, at, at, at the uh, debates uh, without Trump, <laughs> Chris Christie tried to call him Donald Duck because he's ducking the debates. Uh, this was Trump at a recent uh, rally.
1: But if you become president and you don't like somebody, or if somebody's beating you by
0: 10, 15, or 20 points, like we're doing with crooked Joe Biden. Let's indict the motherfucker. Let's indict him. and now a judge in New York is is uh planning single handedly without a, a jury or a trial to basically uh strip uh Donald Trump of his uh business uh, business assets in uh New York uh because uh, uh According to this sole judge, uh, Trump has inflated his assets, and so therefore he should lose all his wealth in New York, just just like that. Confiscate his wealth—it's absolutely outrageous. So they're going to seize Trump Trump Tower. Uh, I mean, <laughs> like that's that's even a a bigger uh, banana republic. Uh, basically, it's 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 a form of of communist se- seizure that would uh, make uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, proud, uh, basically, uh, o- almost nationalizing uh, Trump's uh, private property there. Now, also, uh, we have a we had uh, the death of Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein at age ninety. She finally carked it. I mean, she was basically half dead anyway. Uh, she was in a wheelchair since she recovered. Well when I say recovered from shingles, her daughter had power of attorney over her, yet she was still able to vote on uh, bills that affect all Americans. Uh, so uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has already uh, picked the, uh, uh, picked D- uh, Diane Feinstein's uh, replacement uh, so there is uh, her name is she's uh, she's of course a a, a black uh, woman uh, Lafazina Zena Butler. So she's president of Emily's List. We have an Emily's List here in Australia. It's basically a feminist pro-abortion uh, women's uh, group. That's what Emily's List is, and they they also may be uh, another <laughs> without another senator uh, soon. Uh, So Bob Mendez, a senator from New Jersey. New Jersey is basically the political corruption capital of the United States. Uh, So uh, the the FBI uh, raided his property. And uh, so... Federal prosecutors have accused him of his wife at accepting gold bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash in exchange for the Senator using his influence to aid Egypt's governments and interfere with law enforcement probes of the businessman. So he stepped down at the Foreign Relations Committee, but he uh, <laughs> he's denying the allegations and he is uh, he's still uh, planning uh, to run for <laughs> another term. He said he said he pointed to his heritage as Latino American as a driver behind the alleged campaign against him and called the uh, the prosecution's accusations uh, baseless. Uh, So it marks the third time Mendez has been under investigation by federal prosecutors. He has never been uh, convicted. So. Now, uh, fellow New Jersey, uh, New Jersey Democrat Senator Cory Booker has called for him to resign. I mean, it take they they, they eventually do uh, blast them out. I mean, it took forever for uh, Democrats to uh, get Andrew Cuomo as governor of New York to uh, resign. So yes, uh, New Jersey, uh, New Jersey will be New Jersey. Now, uh, we have a well, the the latest latest round of uh, BLM uh, riots and uh, looting has uh, been in Philadelphia, and uh, so a uh, the well, one uh, one of a uh, uh, the looters actually was dumb enough to live stream uh, her uh, looting. Uh, so, uh, this, uh, this live streamer who's known, uh, known as, uh, Meatballs, uh, so her real name is, uh, Deja Blackwell. Uh, so she live streamed herself, uh, going around, uh, with all the other, uh, lo- looters, including the, the Apple store and... <laughs> Uh, she, so she chanted and said, "Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Uh, how are you supposed to eat apple iPhones? I mean, they're not Granny Smith apples. I uh, there. Uh, there's another good cartoon from weekly Cartoons pointing out this uh, hypocrisy. They 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 loot to just feed their kids. Their kids. Mm, apple. Yum. Apple. And uh, this is." Like because shoplifting is is on the rise uh, all across the Western world, and of course it's blamed on or oh, the cost of living uh, crisis. Yet you can't yet they loot uh, iPhones, uh, designer handbags, and clothes, uh, thing n- <laughs> not essential items. So clear and uh, of course the the other uh the 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 other excuse uh for uh black looters is they're just collecting their their reparations though a uh, how many a uh, like how many iPhones and designer handbags and clothes a uh, like how how much of that do you have to loot before it's considered equal i mean or is it just again uh reparations is never ending i mean this is the whole thing about uh victim politics when you you teach uh whether it be african americans or aboriginals too uh that uh, they're victims because of white oppression and so there's no point in trying in life and uh, so it's fine if you just go and commit all these crimes because it's not your fault you don't have agency uh it's uh it's white people's fault this is what incites all of this and unbelievably uh so meatballs has <laughs> has claimed uh, that uh it is uh racism uh, that uh, that she was eventually arrested uh, so uh, so go down here uh, so uh her her lawyer uh, her lawyer name is uh it goes up here Jessica Mann. Uh, so it says here. Uh, she described her client as a vibrant and charismatic twenty-one-year-old African American female who was catapulted into the limelight through her incredible talent for creating hilarious and captivating content on social media. Where their infectious energy and boundless creativity, Jagger has captured the hearts of thousands, leaving a trail of laughter and joy in her wake. Uh, so um, she, yeah, she, uh, she's a, uh, she's, she's a good girl who who didn't do nothing. Absolutely. Now, uh, oh, they, these are just the, the, the Americans who, uh, are already here causing this, uh, this, uh, burn looting and murdering. Uh, there continues to be the, uh, illegals flooding across the, the Southern, Southern border. And, uh, it's uh, now, uh, the, 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 the sanctuary city advocates refugees welcome. Now they now they uh, uh, don't want illegal immigrants to to come to their city. Uh, so uh, Kathy Hochul, who is the the governor of New York, uh, she has uh, now said the border is too open and calls for limiting the number of migrants and doubling and quadrupling border patrol agents. And uh, Elon Musk he toured uh, the uh, the U.S. southern border, and there was this funny Babylon B article, Biden administration reports dangerous African immigrants at the border. It says, this is serious, folks, President Joe Biden said in remarks to reporters. We have three reports of a very menacing African man roaming the region. Everyone knows I'm a longtime advocate for uh, keeping an eye on these African fellas, especially, this one is especially dangerous. He it's here too. He's got all of the runs. He's, he's the thing, the the, the rocket ship. Uh, despite thousands of unvented and undocumented foreign nationals pouring across the border every day, the federal government and the mainstream media have continued to remain largely silent on the topic. The current appearance of this African man, it says, may finally force the Biden administration to address the issue of border security. Now, uh, nearly on to, to overtime. Uh, so some brief brief uh, a brief health update. Uh, so the we've got the Parola BA two point. Variant in Australia, Uh, though the the panic hasn't taken off. And in fact, uh, the US uh, is over its latest wave. So Alex Jones, I think, is breathing a sigh of relief that he wasn't right about this that masks and lockdowns are coming back. Uh, But uh, when I I shouldn't say fear not, uh, but fear uh, because there is a new uh, virus uh, that is. uh, on the loose in Australia at the moment with no treatment and no vaccine. A virus you've likely never heard of
1: is making its presence felt across New South Wales with a surge in cases. Eddie Meyer explains what to look out for. We've had COVID, influenza and RSV. Now the relatively new kid on the block, HMPV, only discovered 23 years ago. It was detected in 1,168 people last week and that's a large jump on the previous two weeks. There's no medical treatment for it. Antivirals don't work. Experts say it can make you pretty ill with nasal congestion, coughs, shortness of breath and fever. It's most dangerous for children under five, the elderly, and for those whose immune system is compromised, because it can progress to pneumonia and bronchitis and become fatal. It is something that we don't have a vaccine for, but we do have to manage. But I'm confident the system is managing it. But at the same time, just like any of these types of viruses, we do need to make people alert when they're starting to be, when there's been an increase and an uptake on it. Now, this is just one of many respiratory viruses circulating at the moment. The best advice for any of them, including HMPV, stay at home if you're sick. If you have to go out, wear a mask to prevent the spread. Stay hydrated and if symptoms worsen, get to a GP or emergency department. Eddie, thank you.
0: And now, Ron uh, Nielsen says uh, the commies have changed the definition of what a cold is and also says, near a necessity for any flu vaccine whatsoever. Uh, well, I've never got the, the flu uh, vaccine. And uh, well, I've survived a couple of bouts of the flu in my life. Uh, but this HMPV uh, uh, M- just seems like another strain of the. The common fold, but be afraid. And now I going over before we end to New Zealand. Uh, Chris Hipkins, uh, the Labour Prime Minister, and I would say lame duck Prime Minister. He was the COVID nineteen Minister under Jacinta Ardern. He's got COVID now, and he's isolating. He says for five days, and says doesn't feel so so good. Uh, despite well, he had all those uh, vaccines. And now uh, you'll remember uh, that uh, well, supposedly there was a a hate uh, break in or uh, a, at the the home of uh, the uh, the the he calls himself queer activist Chenille Lau, also anti-colonial activist Uh, he's the one that chased kelly j keen out of auckland and out of new zealand he claimed that his uh, house was broken into in a targeted attack he said a day after my house was broken into we found a long and heavy metal rod outside our window and a few days later we found a hammer the thought of what could have happened if they found me at night has been haunting me i have not slept before 3 a.m. once since the break-in until of course I collapsed and was out for 12 hours, which I recovered from, uh, but I got sick again. I work waiting for the clock to pass 3 a.m. or for the sun to come out before going to bed. It's the only way I feel safe to sleep. Small noises startle me. I often find myself spying out of the window to see if there's anyone on my property. If not that, I feel someone is already in the house. There are things that I've done to feel safer. I have new fen- fences, gate, and security cameras right now. Life feels tough, but I know it will pass soon. Please accept a photo dump of me trying to do life in the full midst of this chaos like everyone else. And I won't show you the photos because they're him. Uh, real. Uh, in really slutty poses, including one where it looks like he's got no clothes on as well. So I'll save you save you that. Uh, but uh, there has been apparently another hate break-in of a Maori party uh, candidate, Hana Rapu uh, mampi Clark. Said that a man yelled racist slurs while attempting to break down a fence at the family home in the early hours of yesterday morning. And so she said that uh, there's also been. Uh, two break-ins while the family was out and a threatening letter left in the mailbox. The first time we were shocked. The second time we thought what the hell is going on. By the fourth time we've had enough spoken to the police and the police said this is the first time they've ever seen anything like it. We should have come to them earlier. Uh, So he believes that the attacks are coming from those who are angry. This is uh, her father are angry with his daughter who's standing up against poverty and racism uh, for a young woman to call that out, some people are finding it highly offensive, like, how dare you challenge me? And the party saying it's a politically motivated attack. When our billboards are vandalized, when our candidates are verbally assaulted, verbal assault is not real. It is an, and not an attack on them as individuals or us as political parties, an attack on what we represent, our waka papa, our culture, and the dreams of the tupa and polka. To acknowledge this is the first time in our history of politicians' home and personal properties have been invaded to this extent co-leader debbie nagara said that the details of the threat were extremely political and extremely anti-maori political as a mama well i color i'm extremely concerned about what it is the hana has experienced and how she is feeling this has really crossed the line and you don't even have to support our politics and uh Namur-Paka said that uh uh, T. Palmari is appealing to leaders to get back on track with discussions about policy, make it less about race, even though uh, it's a racist party. I mean, it's solely about uh, advancing uh, the political agenda of one race. It's by definition a racist party. And now I know we're into overtime, uh, but we'll go briefly to, to Canada And, well, obviously, uh, Justin Trudeau has been extremely embarrassed by accidentally inviting a 98-year-old Nazi, Ukrainian Nazi World War II uh, veteran to the Canadian Parliament. Um, And which, uh, obviously, uh, the reason uh, why uh, some of the MAGA Republicans are opposed to aid to Ukraine, because it can accidentally go to be uh, funding Nazi militias, oops. It, it it seems to be just, uh, it, it seems to be just a thing that can, that can happen. Uh, Justin Trudeau, he blamed, well, he said, uh, we n- must not succumb to Russian uh, disinformation. Uh, so I'm not sure if these two are related. This is according to the Counter Signal, which is founded by ex-Rebel News reporter, uh, Kenan Baxter. Uh, Justin Trudeau now wants to regulate podcasts. So you now uh, want, uh, with the pa- passing of the Online Streaming Act. Uh, so this is, again, like uh, the British Online Safety Act. Uh, so uh, pod- it's requiring podcasters to register with the Canadian Radio, Television, and Communications uh, uh, Commission. Government claims regulation will ensure online streaming services make meaningful contribution to Canadian and Indigenous content. And so Brian Lilly, also uh, ex-Rebel, said the CRTC now wants to regulate podcasts. Here's my simple message to them. Go to hell. And Jordan, <laughs> Dr. Jordan B. Peterson said, not a fucking chance, you censoral s- s- scum rat. Uh, so online streaming services operating in Canada that offer audio or video content and generate 10 million more in annual revenues must complete a registration form by november 28th it is pitched as a as a one-time uh, requirement collecting basic information and uh, the uh, it is setting conditions for online streaming service to operate in canada the conditions can take effect from today and, so, and requires certain online streaming services to provide with information related to their content and subscribers so clearly they are wanting to target uh rebel news the post-millennial is also uh, based in canada so is the, the counter signal because i like in new zealand uh most of the even the 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 non-state owned media uh gets uh, government bailouts they completely a. Uh, uh, toe the the government line and so this is why there's this explosion of independent media both in Canada and New Zealand I appear weekly uh, now on New Zealand's reality check radio breakfast show with Paul Brennan every Tuesday I republish uh, the uh, my uh, my segments on the unshackled website Uh, so that's an extra thing I do Uh, in addition to the theorists uh, every week at 9 p.m. Melbourne Time on Tuesdays. Uh, so myself and Andy Notch will discuss, well, was the AFL grand final rigged in favour of Collingwood uh, so uh, that uh, the Victorian economy would be stimulated to to help the Labor government's bottom line? And did uh, the government make it uh, deliberately hot for AFL and NRL grand final days so they could report nonstop about the heat? I mean, there are sbs news uh abc the guardian i mean they're all every they're they're, they're talking about how how the uh, summer uh where everyone's becoming scared of it now about what might happen and uh they, they've gone there's a, a bushfire in northern victoria yesterday They they've gone all the media have gone to this property uh, which is a burnt-down interview of the homeowners. Obviously, that's tragic for them, but using it to push the, the climate global boiling agenda that it's going to be a black summer of bushfires. So I'll discuss that with uh, Andy Nolch tomorrow night. And also, I, there wasn't a report from Tiger Mountain, which, which was published this week, uh, but there will be uh, very soon. And uh, also, I will be back on the field uh, this weekend uh, for uh the uh, the march for the babies uh which is held on the second actually the first 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 october in first saturday in october it's on the anniversary of when the uh, abortion law reform act was uh was uh, passed in 2008 which legalized abortion up until birth that happened under the brumby labor government dan andrews was the health minister uh bernie finn a former liberal mlc a former uh, democratic labor party mlc and family first party uh senate candidate uh he is the leader of the march for the march for the babies uh so i will look forward to catching up with him and all the other uh, pro-lifers and i hope to see all of you there thank you so much uh, for watching once again these news explosions just keep getting bigger and bigger but there's so much news remember i it is uh, less than two less than two weeks to the the voice Referendum and also the New Zealand general election. So, we're having a Trad Tasman Talk Super Saturday, which will start at 5 pm Melbourne time, which is 7 pm New Zealand time when the polls close in New Zealand. Uh, so, we'll be starting with New Zealand election coverage. And then, as uh, the uh, referendum votes start to be counted, then uh, we will turn our coverage uh, to the voice outcome, which is going to be no that is that is, so the voice grand final is is coming up and uh i am sure that i, I definitely a, a victory is assured uh for the the no side unless of course uh it is is rigged but uh definitely i think we'll all have something to celebrate on october 14 october 15 uh, good night everybody stay safe stay sane uh for those of you coming saturday make sure you stay hydrated wear a hat and have sunscreen as well do that in all warm weather i mean that's how you all got through warm weather in the past Uh, so just make sure you do the the sun smart uh slip slop slap and we'll have an awesome summer good night everybody tim's news explosion tim's news explosion tim's news explosion